0: Well hey there poppers, Brian here, and before I get into today's very special episode, I have a couple quick announcements. We are now sponsored by Zencastr and are a part of their new network, and you can now find us on the website On Podium. Exciting new things are coming for DMP poppers, and I for one can't wait. Now today's episode has a very special DM, Wesley from Thornville, and the game is Monster Hearts, a game of monsters in school, and we have three very special students. So I think I have kept you in suspense enough, Poppers. So let's start the show.
1: Hello, everybody over at DMP. You might not recognize me by my voice unless you've been picking up Thornvale, which you should, by the way. I personally think it's a great show, Uh, but I'm also in it, so I'm biased anyway. Uh yeah, my, I'll just introduce myself. Uh my name is uh Wesley Bryan. I uh mainly work over on Thornville and a few other podcasts periodically. Uh you might see me in. Uh I believe I am going to eventually show up in DNP myself, although I'm not there now at this point, although by the time you hear this, uh I might be. Um and the impetus for this was well, what?
2: Well, you've been on DNP. You played um
1: For the or uh fa- face the music. Face the music, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah i was just thinking of like current campaign um but uh yeah the impetus for this was basically uh i had a initially i had a world i wanted to try out and then i realized it would work better as a setting uh for it and then i realized that's going to take more time but i have this group anyway and let's just do something cool so we're actually going to be playing through the monster hearts system which um If anyone has seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Vampire Diaries, any of those like teen meets monster, you'll have a very good idea of what this is going to be about, because that's basically what all the players are going to be tonight. They're going to be teenage monsters in some fashion or other. So that's the idea. And if everyone else is ready, we can kick this off. Let's do this thing. All right. Screen is black. It comes up. On a far off distance of a a town, you can't really see much. It's uh it's fairly fairly flat. Not a lot uh not a lot on the outskirts of town. But you see, there's this uh, what looks like an old abandoned uh, cave entry on the outskirts, and you see on the outside of it, there's a there's a sign, very old, very broken down, that says Blackstone Coal Mine is what it what it differentiates. This is because we have arrived in blackstone arizona and in this town um the the uh it was it was a booming it was a booming mining town for years and years and years and years but recently uh i say recently but this was about mm, i'll say 20 to 30 years ago there was a really there was a really bad disaster at the at the mine they don't know they don't know what happened They just, there was, there was some, some disaster and it collapsed. And now like the town and like no one in the town will even really talk about it much. It's the place that no one ever goes and the camera will pan past the mine entry and down through the town. And it's got, you know, it's got all the, all the necessary trappings of a, of a regular old town. We've got the, the local grocery and the liquor store and the malt shop, very popular with the high school crowd which includes you guys because as the camera pans through the town up on a up on a hill overlooking the town a little bit we see we see a very large house kind of like a kind of like a mansion we're not sure we're not sure what that is but that's not important at the moment but as the camera goes down the main street and takes sharp sharp left you see large brick building with sign Blackstone High School and We will come into the homeroom of of this high school where the first bell is about to ring teacher mr nelson is at the front about to discuss the announcements and order of the day and just to explain where everyone is located i you probably won't be able to see it on screen but i can describe here i have made a little diagram of the layout and starting from the front uh, in the very front row on the far right side of these three desks, it's a three by about five rows. And we will come up on, I believe, um, his name is Earl. Do you want to describe what Earl looks like?
3: All righty. So Earl is, uh, we're in high school, let's say like a 16 year old male. Very nice Not suit per se, but very nice clothing, but also very, very, very hillbilly-esque, if you will. Okay. He's very scarred, very, he's not overly muscular, but he's like, you know, kind of like right there, you know, he's not like skinny, but he's not big. Okay. About mid, got it. Mm. Yeah. Very, very gruff looking hair. Hair's not very uh, important to him. Still looks good, but it is not kept by most people's standards. And that'll be Earl. Okay. All right. Uh, Then
1: um, I'm going to go through main characters first and then intro some of these NPCs here. So in about the... In the second row, but in the middle, so straight on to the main front desk, but in the second row in the middle, we have... I believe
4: we are going to have... I believe it's Bert is his name. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Bert has a... Magnificently permed hair, mm-hmm. but it is well. It's a offset offset color magenta. He has his magenta eyeshadow and lipstick. Cool. Okay. It is perfectly manicured, painted magenta nails. Right now, his cape has been taken off and it's and it's draped over his chair. Mm-hmm. But he's got his legs crossed, and you can see one of his big old twelve-inch platform shoes. Okay. He has his corset on and. The shortest pair of Daisy Dukes you would ever imagine.
3: Dear God, that's a pair of heels. <laughs> yeah, and that's
1: a uh, that's a that's a sure sign. This town is uh, this town is dying they're they're allowing this
3: dress code in the school. But all right. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I did have a side note to make. I just thought of Earl has a mullet. That's what I was looking for. Okay, okay, Hard Rock. <laughs> Hard Rock hair. Got it.
1: They're they're wow the hair game on this crew sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, all right, and then oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So at the front of the school, at the front of the building, uh, front of the room. Sorry, I am saying three different words. Nelson is going on and on about oh yeah. So ever, as everyone remembers, we're not not to not to enter the mine outside of town. We've had some accidents out there on occasion. Uh, you know, people who don't follow the rules. And Pinky glances kind of. Obviously, at uh, Bert, <laughs> looking there, it is very obvious, very obvious. I'm sure breaking of some kind of rule. Um, as he goes on and on, the, the, it's sort of drowned out. From the camera moves to the to the far back of the room, actually at the very end of the row, opposite t- to Earl. Uh, we have, um, I believe it's Greta. Is her name? We want to hear more about her.
2: Yeah, Greta is an out kind of an outcast she has almost maroon reddish hair that's just it's bare minimum to look presentable it's still sticking up in all directions and she seems to be wearing a would be like a short sleeve hoodie that's a uh, military gray military green over a similarly military green plain skirt there's wrappings all around her arms that I think they kind of just they seem like there might be tattoos or markings or something, but it's hard to tell, and there's similar wrappings around her legs and her military boots um and she's kind of I feel like she's kind of hunched forward and she's just watching the room, her eyes are unwavering as she's just kind of looking forward, focused on the lessons and the people in the room. There's a skateboard upside down underneath her chair
1: okay All right we've got uh we certainly got some characters here. Alright, so <laughs> um as we as we pan around, uh the camera will linger somewhat on three other members in this homeroom who are uh if not as flamboyantly dressed as Bert, uh far <coughs> behind. They are um a bit uh very noticeable, but a bit um, you know, at least somewhat less so, uh, because these are our Bert's gang because you took the gang move, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, yes, I did. <laughs> and yeah, basically in this game, uh, since he is the queen archetype, that means that he has like these little worker ants that will gather gossip for him, or find out information, or pretty much any, almost any and all things that 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 Bert will ask them to do, they will do. <laughs> Because, obviously, they, they, you know, they think he's the coolest thing ever, which, I mean, let's be real. Anybody with the guts to wear that kind of outfit in a high school classroom, yeah, I mean, kind of.
3: <laughs> gotta be pretty badass if you can do that. Yeah, oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Um, but, I think, slightly ahead of Bert in the lineup here, I think it's in the desk in front of him, actually. There is, or oh, actually, no, it's right behind, uh, right behind Bert. Uh, the next desk back, th- uh, there's a there's a character, she kind of a same age girl, very tall, uh, uh, flaming flaming redhead, like seriously,
3: <laughs> Firecratch.
1: She's wearing like this this sensible outfit, but then she's 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 marked it out by you know a couple pink accents. She's got a bracelet. She's got designer shoes, and um, this character, she is uh, her name is Helen Markham. I'll I'll just, I'll just tell you right now, right now, Brian, she, she, she really, really doesn't like your character. (laughs) Okay, because I think before you showed up, before you showed up with your, with your terribly flashy outfit and your entourage and everything, she was, she was Queen B around here. She was Queen B, and then you just drop in from nowhere and, and. And steal her power, basically.
3: So the new queen comes in. Yeah,
1: yeah. She she really, really, really does not like you. So I think
4: uh, I like to think it was the day that Bert walked into the auditorium and went, and then I'll show you the way. <laughs> and everyone was just, oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's over there fuming in the corner.
3: What the heck is he wearing? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So she's just. She's just 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 burning a hole in the back of your head during this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And as this is going on, I think not far from her, a little further uh, away, there is this girl uh, named Sasha. Now, Sasha, she is she's going to be pertinent to you, Bert, because she, I think, is your uh, current current love interest, right? She's she's tall and she's got this sweeping black hair and she's she's not so much into the look as you are but she's got like the silver chains and um and she you know she green eyes and she's she's just like looking between the two of you like ooh is there something There's something interesting here you know she's just following it like it's some tabloid right
4: <laughs> okay and what was her name Sasha Lowe <laughs> uh, oh okay i know what my gang will be doing <laughs> Yeah. And I think
1: in the in the uh in the in in the background, uh Greta is just still still watching everything, but you know, she's a little bit she's a little bit jumpy and people around are just wondering why is she so jumpy. It's just it's just home room. It's boring and stupid. Um and then right uh one other that we should mention here is right beside Helen in the row is Penny. And Penny is think of it like um she, she, she was, she was basically Helen's errand girl when she was at the top. Oh. Right? She was like one of her gang members if she had a gang at that time. <laughs> and, but she's still like, she's this little, she's this little mousy sort of brown haired spectacles kind of girl. And, and she's just, you know, she's watching, she's watching Helen and, and, and trying to trying to follow her because, you know, her, her, uh, pretty much her entire thing in high school has been. Oh she 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 needs something? Well well I'll 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 help. I'll you know. But but it's it's not because she actually wants to. It's basically because Helen was like, I'm going to exert my more dominant personality over this person and and yeah. So so it's yeah. <laughs>
4: Helen is just jealous that she doesn't have the ability to say ready pose and then music all of a sudden starts playing and lights come on (laughs) and
3: maybe maybe it is and Errol's just in the background like how the fuck does this shit happen every time <laughs> every damn time. Mm. I think we finally done figured it out and every time it still fucking
2: happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I think Earl, this will be a good time to talk about your um one of your strings because I'm going to talk about strings for everybody here, but let's start with you. I believe related to one of your strings, you have someone that you supply, right? Yes. Okay. Cuz I have an idea here, especially because uh of the playbook you're playing, which does anyone I mean i know we're not necessarily you know hiding the playbooks for any sort of big reveal so players have any problem if i were to do it not not for everybody but at least for earl because it would make sense oh yes do it okay do it do it so the right behind uh right behind him in the row right behind him in the row is is i've described some of these characters as being somewhat goth you know like like uh Sa- like Sasha, right? She's got the silver chains and you know, maybe a neck choker, but but the girl, the girl who's sitting behind Earl, she is like 110% all in 24/7 365. She's got she's got the eyeliner and the tattoos and the necklace and the like the seriously like iridescent lipstick and the everything, right? Damn. And she is like she might not be a match to you, uh, Bert, but she's, like, she's close. Because cause she, um, her name is, uh, she had her, uh, she can't have her name legally changed yet, but she goes by, uh, she goes by Sable, is, is her, uh, is her card in the school. And, yeah, she is the most, she's the most goth you could possibly imagine, okay?
3: <laughs> you said, you said Sable, right? S-A-B-L-E?
1: That is correct, yes. Perfect. And... I think this is the one that you're supplying Earl. Okay.
3: Uh, Let me add the string in. Okay.
1: So, which gives you a string on her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, I think what she, uh, what she is taking as a supply from you is uh, she, she's always, always been fascinated by the, the whispers of, of, of the supernatural and what be out there. And she she's not sure, but she thinks that there might be something. something about you, Earl. She doesn't know what it is. She can't place it. She knows it's there. So she has been trying to sort of get into your circle to figure out. Am I am I am I just imagining things or is it actually there? And and so then what you have provided her are basically like, of course, you know, I know I am the runner, but but if this doesn't make sense for your character, let me know. I think it does, is that you were able to pick up on, because I think one of your, uh, one of your, on, on your backstory or something that you, you were able to tell what someone wants, right?
3: Yeah, it's, um, um, so yeah, like, so I can supply someone, but it says, uh anything that they want whether it be intangible or physical i'm like a mediator of of sorts and i can do like uh like emotional stuff and like it doesn't just have to be physical like something that you physically can get i could be like uh like an emotional drug dealer if you will Mm.
1: well i mean i i think that i mean i think that really i think it really does fit because i think what you know what you know about her is that she does have this deep-seated fascination with the with supernatural but you realize that she she'll follow you nearly anywhere to 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 hear more about it so you've been i think you've been dropping her these tiny little subtleties of oh maybe you're right maybe there is something you know you haven't come out and said it
3: so i'd like to think Flavor like wise, like maybe like little glimpses, but also like you know, I feel like Earl has like a uh um like he's able to control like if he has horns or like a tail. Ooh, okay, perhaps right. So like maybe part of it is just like flashing his horns for a second or flashing his tail for a second when he's around her. Oh, like as a flavor thing to kind of, but also like telling her like not telling her directly things, but like little hints about things, you know, and just kind of like keeping her wanting to come back. All right. Okay. All right.
1: And uh and I think uh we as we pan around we'll come back around to uh to uh Greta who's who's in the back. And uh Greta, I think you you turn uh you turn to your to your left as this as the uh, speech is still going on and you see you take a look at Penny and and I think kind of odd maybe maybe even a a sad expression. Uh, comes over your face, because I think you and Penny used to be used to be good friends. I think you grew up together, you know, elementary school wise. But then but then in high school, you know, new social pecking order was established. And 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 you were, you know, you filled sort of the outcast and Penny uh, got sucked into uh, into being the errand girl for the currently lesser Queen Bee. And because of that, she's been basically keeping her kind of separate because she's like, oh, well, yeah, I know you're, you know, I'm just I'm just using you because I but even so, you know, you're you're associated with me, which means obviously you can't be associating with some, you know, weird person like her anymore, right? Mm -hmm.
2: That makes sense.
1: Um, And as it goes on, I think uh, I think everybody, everybody receives a silent message on uh, on their phones the whole the whole class and some some people are some people are looking and some people are are steadfastly ignoring it uh do you do you all check your check your phones and see what message this is
4: i was going to say uh, riffraff is eagerly pulling my phone out for me and reading my message for me
1: Ah, okay
4: Yes, master and this is what your text message says <laughs>
3: okay i think earl's like god damn it who the fuck is ruining my my education time <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, god damn it earl as as he's checking his phone but he's very very annoyed about getting a text message in the middle of class
4: Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay oh and uh also bert is telepathically sending a message to columbia he's commanding columbia to send a paper ball at the back of earl's head
1: okay you took telepathy. Ooh.
4: Yep, the streaming. I am telepathically connected to all of my <laughs> gang members.
1: To all your hive. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, honestly, they were aliens, so I mean, who knows. They could have been. Makes sense. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I really embraced what I what I based this bird off of.
3: Oh, yeah, you did. Um, okay. So, it works very well. So, yeah.
1: So, so but uh what about what about Greta? does she Does she look at her phone because she gets this too?
2: I think Greta discreetly she kind of discreetly moves her hand and look and glances down quickly okay, and all of you
1: read the following message: hey everyone uh it's Helen. Hi um I know the weekend's coming up, and uh uh tomorrow night there's gonna be this big party over at my house. My parents are out uh do pretty much
3: whatever we want who's in so i think earl kind of forgets that they're in the middle of class when he sees the word party and so earl's like oh hell yeah i'm fucking down for a party is he saying this in the middle of class or thinking it yes yes no no he is he is very loudly saying this oh three paper
4: balls immediately hit you in the back of the head
3: (laughs) and i i think mr
1: nelson who's been talking with his back turned he at the same time, here's the paperball hit and your very loud exclamation about a party, <laughs> and he turns around. Oh, I'm sorry, does Earl have a last name? His name his last name's Lightfoot. Okay, sorry, yeah, I know he does. Sorry. I didn't have that written down. And yeah, I think he'll just he'll just turn around. He'll slam down the eraser. And he'll turn around. It's like, Mr Lightfoot. And then he looks at he looks at Bert there in the middle. Bert? <laughs>
4: okay, so Bert is just going to look over at Earl and go, you fucking owe me. And then he l- looks at that teacher and goes, do you want a party? It's party time. <laughs> and he just starts singing the song. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever seen Return of the Living Dead, that's the song he's singing. <laughs>
1: uh,
4: all right. Okay.
1: I don't think your uh, your teacher has, uh, has a very great appreciation for being interrupted in so fast succession by multiple people. Um, and so then he he'll just he points very emphatically outside. He's like, "You out now!" And he points you like he's expecting you to get gone now.
4: Bert Bert once again just looks at her and just, "Be so much." Bert's like, "Fine, I'll let you enjoy the view as I leave my cape." And Riffraff puts his cape on 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 uh, Bert and Bert. Spare, he he takes his time as he slowly walks out. Yeah,
3: I think I think you. What was what was the teacher's name again? I I had it. I had a. Uh, uh, Nelson is his name, Mr. Nelson. <laughs> so I, so I think Earl's gonna stand up and be like, Mr. Nelson, this is unacceptable. I'm going with Bert. Uh,
1: and he just he kind of he kind of just waves a hand. He's like, fine. I was going to say anyway. Go and. <laughs> Yeah, he's just gonna like banish you. I, this is only home room, so it's not gonna last for very much longer. But he is like, I was like, I was in the middle of talking, and you have interrupted me twice over. You're gone, and <laughs> I think if if uh, if Bert's doing the like the full model walk on the way out, like he's on the runway, right? I think like in the background, a couple of the other girls are like, you know, you're hearing whistles. They're whispering,
2: "Oh, uh, so you
4: stand, yeah?"
1: And then behind, you know. In the middle of all this, you hear this very angry muttering, which Bert can pick up is obviously
4: Helen being like, Mm. what is why? What is it that he has that I don't know? Your misery is like snacks to me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Earl does the Joe dirt hair flip as he saunters out of the door. Oh, he's he saunters. Uh, All right. All right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Earl Earl does not give a shit. Earl is confident as hell in himself and does not Okay. Does not give a damn. But he does like the you know, like the whole like Joe Dirt like hair flip as he walks out the door. So like, you know, his mullet's is just like waving in the breeze as he walks
4: Down. out. Oh okay. All right. Got it. Got it got it. Um As as Bert gets to the doorway, he just stops and he goes, Vogue. And he starts voguing as he leaves. What <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Now, remind me. Like, are you actually tapping into, like, supernatural ability here, or what?
4: Oh, no, no, no. He's just tapping into his fabulousness.
1: Which, oh, okay. Like, like, the magazine pose. Okay, got it. <laughs>
4: yes. Like, literally, he's doing the Madonna Vogue. Okay. Okay, because I... Vogue. <laughs> That's all. He's just poking.
3: Okay. um, So was probably like, God damn it, keep it moving,
4: Bert. Never. I need all eyes on me at all times.
1: Okay, so they're waiting out. They're they're waiting they're waiting outside. And um and yeah, over the next couple minutes, you know, they go through everything, uh, everything else included, after he's calmed everyone down. And and then the the uh the bell the bell rings and everyone is up and leaving and and everything and, and of course um uh, I think I think Sable heads straight for the door because she's like, oh, well, Earl went that way. So obviously I'm going that way. You know, she's she's beelining. And um, and when this happens, uh, as they get up, Helen is there with Penny and and they're kind of in a rush and she sort of bumps into her and and Helen's books and papers just just fall. And you can see immediately she turns to Penny with this. With this like really angry look on her face, and she starts to lay into her. She's like, I, "You're so clumsy! You helped me. I had this. You drop it. That was your fault. Your fault." And 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 you can see Penny. Penny is just is just shrinking into into herself. She's not. She is not defending herself at all. She's not even opening her mouth. Does uh, Greta have any sort of reaction to this or not?
2: I feel like there's a sound of rolling wheels, and Greta just skateboards up and picks up the. Books and she just coughs lightly and she just looks at Helen, Helen and just stares her down, holding the books out to her menacingly.
1: <laughs> and she, she she takes them, but she's still like, like oh, she's invading my space.
2: She's like, so what do you want? And she she just kind of looks at her with a. You know you're going to be about five minutes late to class by this point. You wasted...
3: Oh, God.
1: And, okay, um... I think this might actually, uh... I think this might actually constitute a roll.
2: It it is.
1: (laughs) Because because what you're... I think what you're trying to do here, uh, you're trying to... You're trying to shut
2: her down, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Make the roll. All right. This would be fun if I... Have a negative in. And... and Wow, okay. That is a 10. Please honest
1: people. DIE Oh, okay. Okay, I won't even I mean, just for fun, I am gonna roll for her, just to see. And I am definitely not uh, you know, getting <laughs> getting a pair of dice right now because I didn't remember to do that or anything. Let's see. Sorry, guys, it's going to take a second here.
2: (laughs) Well, what's amazing is I have a negative one cold. Yep. And you still managed to
4: 10. That's, uh, that's fairly cool. Somehow news of all this about what's happening with Helen gets to Bert, and Bert just pokes his head into the classroom at them and goes, this is why you suck, Helen.
3: Mm. Ooh. She's already being... I think Earl would, uh, kind of backtrack as well and be like, yeah, Helen, you fucking suck. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. She's, uh...
1: (laughs) If she if she had any sway whatsoever, she is rapidly losing it. Uh, yeah! <laughs> because she's already I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compound the shutdown. She's already been shut down entirely by this unless she can somehow match it, which I doubt. But uh <laughs> let's see. But let me roll to see if by some miracle she manages to at least match. Because I, I think I think Greta's going for the strong silent, you know. I am not afraid of you in the least sort of look.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's
1: a five.
4: Oof. <laughs> Once <laughs> again, this is why you suck, Helen.
1: Yep. And.
4: Uh, yeah. So,
1: and on a, on a, hold on, let me look. Cause there's, I believe there's an extra something that you get on a 10 or higher uh, to shut someone down. Yes. Um. So now. Uh, Greta, you have the choice. You can give them a condition; they lose a string against you if they held no string on you, then gain a string on them. Or, oh, the others are seven to nine. So, yes, you can either give them a condition; <laughs> they lose a string on you if you had if they had any, but they but she didn't. I don't think. Or gain a string against them. So, which one do you want?
2: I want to give her a condition, and I have I have an evil plan. Oh no! Oh, and what what
1: can what condition do you want to lay for, uh lay on her?
2: Okay, this, I'm gonna say the condition, but it's gonna sound wrong. But I have I have an explanation for this.
1: Okay, okay, I love things that start that way. Soiled. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Uh, n- nar- narratively, how does this how does this go down exactly?
2: I, I feel like Retta hands back the looks forcibly and it ca- causes her to step back and she bumps into a desk where someone's left behind a can of soda. Oh and it spills all over her backside. Oh <laughs> yes. Wow. It's soiled and that she looks like she soiled herself but it's just cool looking. thing.
1: Wow. Wow wow wow. Yep, yep. She uh
2: Damn.
1: I, I, I think I think she she's just she's silent a moment and then realizes what happened and then she just looks down very slowly like ah, and runs like runs out of the room she's like this is the worst thing that could possibly happen my fashion is ruined I'm gone um and and so then Greta and Penny are still there and Penny uh Penny turns to you Greta and, and she just very very quietly very very quietly and very very softly goes oh <laughs> thanks
2: that. I think Greta just gives the smallest of smiles and nods before picking up her her skateboard and heading out. Like, and I think she's, it's just, Greta doesn't express herself much, but I think just from Penny knowing her from a kid, she picks up on it.
1: Okay. Alright. Yeah, then you see, you know, Penny gathers her stuff, and and Sasha is also headed for the door. She wanted to stay, of course, for the drama that she just saw play out but now she's heading out the door and I'm wondering did uh, did Earl or Bert have any reaction after seeing Helen just, she, they hear the scream and then she just bolts out past them.
4: <laughs> oh Bert looks at Earl and just goes and I'm full Ah, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. just seeing Helen lose like that is just nourishment to me Oh, uh. I think Earl's like,
3: yeah, fucking run off, Helen. Ain't ain't nobody got no time for your bullshit. And I,
1: I think, uh, like, lurking behind the two of you, or slightly down the hall, is uh, is Sable, and she's just heard Earl say this, and like very quietly to herself, "Man, that that is that is that is so wise. That is that is so deep. <laughs> she's so thirsty. That is
3: so deep, and you know." I think Earl kind of catches her looking at him out, at the, out of the corner of his eye, and kind of gives her hair flip and it's like, I see you, you know? <laughs> and, and yeah, cause, but she's
1: like, she's got so much makeup on. You can't really tell, but you could like, like she's full on blushing, I think under the whole thing, but she's covered in makeup. So it's hard to see. And yeah, so the, the, the hall is filling with people and the everything is moving on now. And, um, after receiving this, uh, this text about the about the about the party. What is what does everyone think about this party? Are they gonna are they gonna go? Or are
3: they gonna stay away? What's gonna happen? So I definitely think Earl is going. Okay. Obviously he did like, you know, get up and yell about it in the middle of the classroom. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. I I was assuming he at least was going, yes. Um So you know, Earl Earl's going because There's always deals to be made, and you know Earl lives for the deal because you know Uh he's the child devil. So
1: okay, all right. So he's going. What about? uh, I'm guessing Bert is going, if for no other reason than to humiliate Helen even more.
4: Oh, I'm going to humiliate Heron Helen by hijacking her party. Oh, okay, all right. And I'm in my crew needs some new members so i'm looking to oh to gain some you're gonna mm-hmm. filch her posse members Ooh, all right mm-hmm. and i'm hijacking helen's party so yeah
1: got it got it got it um what about i'm guessing that greta wants to go if nothing else to silently somewhat protect penny who is like obligated by social hierarchy to go
2: yeah, and to, and to watch the party. She may not actually go into the party, depending on if it, parts of it is outside, she may just go to the house and climb to the roof and watch it.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, alright. Well, um we're just gonna we're just gonna leave that there for right now. We'll we'll get to we'll go ahead we'll go ahead to the party in just a minute. But uh I think one one thing that you actually everyone uh, roll me for. I'm trying to think. The um, mm, what would be a good stat for? Or actually, no, there is no stat for this. I I can just tell you. Um, r- roll me just a general. Like I know this is not a move, but but just roll your two d sixes, everybody, because I want to see if you if you will if you notice anything.
2: All right, I'm gonna roll some physical dice this time. Holy shit, that's a twelve on the dice.
3: Oh, all right. And what are we using for this hot, cold, volatile, dark?
1: Um, I, I think, uh, for this, um, actually this would classify as a
3: dark, I think. So that's a 13. Whoa. Cause I have a, a one dark. All right. You got a 13. I rolled a two. A two. All right.
1: <laughs>
4: Wait. Oh, well I rolled double ones Ooh. and I have a negative one in dark. So I have a one.
1: Okay. Okay, so we've got two epic fails and a huge success. All right. Yep. Um. So 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 yeah. Um. I'm gonna I'm for the for the two failures. Uh. And that was that was Greta and Bert. Right. Hmm. Yep. Okay. So I think I'm gonna pretty much combine your two fails. I think, <laughs> is that uh, Greta is on the way out of the room as well, but Bert is already out there and in this rush of people. There's a lot of people and and she's put she's being pushed one way and he's being pushed another way. And then all of a sudden, like, you have this split second of, oh, no. And then, poof, Bo- both both of you just 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 it's like cartoon head smash. Like you hit and you fall very hard. Ouchie. Um, yeah, I actually, you know what? Each of you take one point of heart. Oh, boy. I blame Helen for this. <laughs> you blame Helen for everything, I'm sure. <laughs> it's all Helen's fault. Ooh. This was Helen. Damn you, Helen. <laughs> yeah. Is there any sort of interaction here or is it just
4: pretend it never happened and get up? Oh, um what immediately happens is my my three min, my three little minions immediately go to picking me up, dusting me off, and they do the same for Greta. Fixing your hair, all that. Yep, and and they do the same for Greta.
3: Okay, all right. All right. All right, uh, and then um, I think uh, I think Earl would like to uh, help. Oh, okay, grab it if if possible, just because he got that you know sick ass role. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
1: right, all right. So he, uh, I, I like to think uh, narratively, the the entourage is is helping them both, and then and then Earl just kind of sidles up, and the and the entourage, uh, whoever. The, whoever the Entourage member is who was helping Greta just kind of stumbles back because, because he, he's, I, I think he's just, he's just projecting sort of an aura of, you know, my personal space, don't violate this. And, and so that he sort of,
4: <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, I, I think it was Riff Raff that was helping Greta at first, but then the minute Earl comes up, all Riff Raff can do is just go, my word, <laughs> that mullet. It's magnificent. <laughs> all right. And he's lost, staring at his mullet. <laughs> oh, all, all right. Yeah, yeah. He just he just stumbles back. Uh, got it, got it. Um,
1: and I, I think as they go on, Greta's going to go. They're all going for different reasons. Okay. But I think that as the day goes on and everything, you, Earl, got a very high roll. So the reason for that notice check is as the as the flow is going down the hall to all their other classes you see someone you see you don't know you can't tell uh, who who it is you can't tell who it is they're wearing this kind of nondescript uh black hoodie and gloves and kind of their their back is to you and they're they're going up the up the hallway but you you can tell that they're they're not moving at the same pace as all the others. So everyone else is rushing back and forth trying to beat the bell and and this guy or girl or whoever is kind of shuffling stumping their way up the hall and and that strikes you as a, as a, as a little bit odd because it's it doesn't match with everything else.
3: So I think with that being said, I think Earl's gonna kind of look at Greta and, and look at Bert and kind of just be like y'all you know, i'll be right back i gotta i gotta go look at something there, there's somebody going down the damn hall and uh something about it just that don't 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 sit right with with, with earl uh yeah y'all can come if you want but uh i gotta I got go take a look at whatever this is and earl's gonna start heading towards this person because you know black black gloves and you know the whole outfit just Earl's been around a lot longer than it looks, and, uh, Earl ain't no dummy, so Earl's taking a look.
2: All
1: right, all right, okay, okay.
2: I think at mentioned that something not looking right, Greta kind of just kind of silently kind of follows after. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, um... Well. Nothing like Markiplier's ender Simulator animation.
4: Oh, God! Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> um. But she is following at a distance.
1: Okay, and what about uh, what about Bert? I doubt he can do this in any subtle sort of way at all, because he has a crew that follows him around all the time, unless otherwise told, and he himself is a walking fashion disaster.
4: So, does he... Um, Bert, refu- Bert refuses to walk. He is, right now, he is laying down in the middle... The riffraff is holding his head, Magenta's holding his legs, and Colombia is tap dancing next to him, and he's just following. Yes, lead me the
1: way. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Um. And what you see is uh, as you go on, uh, this this person, uh, they're heading towards the uh the restroom, and then they they enter the uh they enter the guy's side restroom, and the door closes. Do you follow them in? Hell yeah, I'm
3: following them in. All right. Early, no scaredy cat. Okay. I mean, he knows he ain't the toughest of the bunch, but, you know, we, we devils tend to be proud folk.
1: And then I think trailing behind Bert and his entourage is also Sasha, because she's like, oh, he's, you know, he's so, you know, <laughs> she's not even caring about class at this point. She's like, this is the coolest thing to happen all day. This is what's what's going on. So then he enters and Earl Earl follows him. Does Greta follow him, ignoring the sign? No,
2: Greta has a different way, of well, because she remembers both these bathrooms have a window to the outside. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Just, just going to go through the window. All right.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, she's going to go through the, the the women's restroom and try to uh, scramble over to look in through the other window again. Not like a Yander Simulator character, but not, well, I guess. Well, I guess. Well, I guess that. <laughs> i not intending for this character to come off like a creepy yander, murder hand yander, but it's happening. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh-uh. <coughs> Shit happens. Okay,
1: alright, and uh, does Bert attempt to follow him in while being carried by his
4: entourage, or not? Of course he does. Bert just, just says, fuck these dolls and their stupid rules, we go where we want. <laughs> oh... <laughs>
1: All right. And, so, and they're like, they take your word as law. So they're like, they're totally in on it. Right. And so you get inside and you're looking around and Earl, I think hears in one of the, in one of the stalls, he's hearing this sound, but it doesn't, uh, he's not sure what it is. It, it sounds, it sounds very much like a, like a growly sort of, uh, kind of a, sort of a whimper, but also like a, like a, really deep bass level in it and I don't think any of you have ever heard a sound like this before. You don't know what it is.
3: I right. I think I think Earl is just going to be like, "Hey, uh I I don't know who you is and uh I I I I don't really know what what's going on, but uh my name's Earl and and is there anything we could do to help? Uh I can provide particular services if you will either intangible or physical or otherwise um okay but we have to talk first
1: uh okay um you've managed to identify the 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 stall from which this is coming and the door is not locked the door is closed but not locked are you going to try to
3: open the door i think earl's gonna use his foot to gently push open the door and just keep it an eye forward because you know Again, we don't know what this thing is and uh you know. <laughs> uh yeah,
1: you, you you turn you push the door open and uh you and Earl and and maybe even uh uh Earl and Entourage and <laughs> maybe Bert from a different angle since he's still being, you know arm throned. Uh is <laughs> they what they see is they see this person kind of hunched over with their with their back towards them, and and they're and they're making this sort of odd, odd sound, and and then as they're, they're 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 kind of they're sort of shaking their head back and forth, back and forth. Do you try to actually like catch them by the shoulder or anything, or wait for them to turn around, or?
0: Sheesh, poppers! I think Wesley is going to have his hands full with Earl, Greta, and Bert. And what are they going to find in that bathroom? Well, you're going to have to wait until the next episode to find out. And if you enjoyed this episode, remember to leave us a review and share us with your friends. It really helps us in the long end. Follow us on Twitter at Dungeons and & Pop. And if you would like to talk with the cast, join the Dungeons & Pop Discord social channel. And who knows, you might find yourself in our next game, because we are out to play with everyone. So, till the next one, poppers.